Gentlemen, welcome. This is Man, that's a good cut. It's a good cut. This is ostensibly a baseball podcast called Dump on the Ump. Tonight is Tuesday, August the 24th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, hey, Joel, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take tonight is that uh, our Twitter follower at Mike and Ike 399 is fucking pumped right now. <clears throat> and I'll tell you why. Because you're shouting him out? Uh, well, yeah, that too. Last week we uh, had an episode called Trevor Bauer has a tiny baby dick, uh, which we posted on Twitter and he responded, uh, I can't wait for Trevor Bauer to play again. Dude is electric. BTW, she's a gold digger, which is almost word for word what Los Angeles Superior Court Judge, uh, what's her name, Diana Gould Saltman said when he dissolved the temporary when she dissolved the temporary restraining order uh, against the woman who has accused Trevor Bauer of sexual assault. So a little update on Trevor Bauer has a tiny baby dick. Surprised to nobody except for maybe Joel uh, walked away completely unscathed. So wait, are you saying that that Superior Court judge of uh, the Cleveland area in Cleveland area is actually the same person as this Mike and Dyke three nine nine nine? And maybe they ha- that's why they have the same. It wasn't Cleveland. It was L.A. It was L.A. It was the Los Angeles maybe. Superior Court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Los Angeles Superior Court. Maybe they might, might be, be the same, same person. person. So thank you for listening, your magistrate. Yeah, <laughs> your honor. Do you have to? Yeah, yeah, your. Do you have? You have to say that, right? I got to put forward, just because Bauer didn't get the restraining order placed on him, does not have any effect whatsoever on the ongoing criminal investigation. It doesn't. It in no way exonerates him. Exactly. If somebody was right. saying, I was reading somewhere, maybe it's something that Joel posted a link to on twitter because that's where i get most of my twitter information but it was like a person who was basically like yeah he don't get confused he won like he he might have lost by winning this case because the judge ultimately was like yes he he was he he was assaulting her but he's not going to assault her anymore right yeah that was the basis of the judge's decision was that he does not pose an immediate threat so that doesn't justify placing a restraining order on him 
but that, that's not what she said. She, she said that no, but no she cited details. evidence that he did anything that she did not previously consent to. That's what the judge said, which is like pretty serious precedent to say. Uh, I don't know if I agree with you on that one. Well, we should tweet. We should tweet DC Mike and Ike or whatever, and be like, yeah. "Hey, what's what's your word, <laughs> lady?" Yeah, your honor, Mike and Ike. Uh, what's your next decision? <laughs> you should start. You should start DMing them as your honor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Mike and Ike. To hell with Trevor. <laughs> Here's the quote. Ready from the judge. <laughs> If she set limits and he exceeded them, this case would have been clear. But she set limits without considering all the consequences and responded and did not exceed limits that the petitioner set. Huh. Interesting. And that's like a judge saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, totally. So to say like that that has no effect whatsoever on the criminal case, like, I don't bother. <laughs> okay, interesting. We'll have to come back to that. I... I I don't agree with you, but you're probably right, and I'm probably wrong on this one. Just like last week. Exactly. When you said he was done, and I said he'd be pitching next week. Right. <laughs> He's not pitching. Is he pitching? Yeah. Oh, good, because I dropped him from my fantasy team. So <laughs> he was pitching, I was going to be pissed. I think that on a moral stance, you should just drop him regardless of what the judge said. That's why I fucking dropped him, Sam. I knew that you'd be up there on your high horse judging me if I didn't, but I was like, well... Fuck, he, but if he, if he comes back, I'm going to be so pissed. Have <laughs> you got to tell your family member who is in our fantasy league to drop him? I, I, <laughs> yeah, you're freaking, yeah, we won't, I'm not going to. I don't want to ruin Thanksgiving, Joel. <laughs> yeah, we'll totally ruin Thanksgiving. <laughs> <clears throat> moving on, moving on. We will come back with Trevor Bowen because. It's going to drag on, unfortunately, and, and influence a lot of shit, especially since we're going into a labor uh, dispute. Also joining us, as per usual, coming in from Seattle, Washington, is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Going pretty good. Coming to you live and direct from Seattle, Washington, where it's still fairly warm. And... Uh, in connection to my hot take, we're experiencing a, a sort of a, a some kind of experience that we don't normally get around these parts, and that's relevant baseball. In late August, the Mariners took swept the doubleheader with Oakland, uh, went six and two on their road trip. The two they lost were in spectacular fashion in Houston, but overall, a six and two road trip. We've got a meaningful baseball in late August in Seattle, which gets me to the point where we have relevant baseball happenings in all three dump on the ump cities, Boston, Chicago, home of the White Sox, and Seattle, where the Mariners are suddenly relevant. And going in kind of in hand and step and step with our Emmy Award, our unseating of a governor in the great state of New York. <laughs> Uh, and I feel like there's another one I'm missing. I come have come to the reasonable conclusion that Dump on the Ump is the singular most powerful entity on the face of the earth because we are now affecting change in literally all of our facets. Like if if the Mariners make the playoffs this year, I will say that we are together making this happen. Because obviously Red right. Sox. Well, I yeah, mean the Red Sox have. We'll although take, now, we'll although now we'll talk about it later. But the Red Sox are now. 
in peril for not potentially free not fall. they're in free the, fall the mariners might make the playoffs in place of the red sox or some somewhat right. I don't know. It means we're gonna have some bad blood on this podcast and then i would retract my statement that we're the most powerful entity because for us for it really to work all three teams have to make okay yeah i think i agree with that we did get the gov we we claimed an emmy we got yep. Governor of New York to resign. Claim mm-hmm. that. Vladimir Putin is our biggest fan. Yeah, no, and I feel like there was another one that we single. Right. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. No, yeah, no, exactly. Like, Vladimir Putin loves us, and then everything we say comes to fruition through strange means. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We are the most powerful entity on the earth only because we are <laughs> because deep Putin in touch with. We're Putin's puppet. We're asset. We're asset of Russia. A controllable asset. We <laughs> on the, uh, the baseball right. podcast slash Russian asset. Right. We're going to get a lot of listens next week from Langley, Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would scramble that. It would be like this random place, North Dakota or something. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's good. Well, we are continuing on our ascent. I'm very excited about that. Is there uh, is there what's the what's the equivalent of an Emmy for uh, podcasts? Uh it exists. Hobby? It's like <laughs> something like that. It exists. They do have like podcast awards. We need to start like submitting ourselves with like <laughs> we should definitely we should definitely be Spending the time to submit our podcast to every single, like, when we're talking over each other again, that's the best one. Yeah, and <laughs> not editing or sound, sound managing. <laughs> this is the best podcast. You're so glad you're listening to this podcast right now. It's the best baseball podcast on the internet. Uh, <laughs> my name is Joel, coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, and I've got a hot take. This weekend is Saturday, August 28th. Guess what starts on Saturday, August 28th? Who gives a shit? Standardized test season at your school? Oh, sorry. Nebraska at Illinois in Champaign, Illinois. Let's go. It's time. Fall. Oh, my God. I'm so excited, you guys. What's your hot take? No. <laughs> um, also in college football. So Sam What's and I, your hot take? My hot take is college football. Uh, I'm excited. Here's my hot take. Speaking I'm so bored. I'm so fucking bored right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, you, you got tough sledding right here. I'm dying. I'm already dying. The season's like eight months long i can barely keep my eyes open already i already can't give a shit <laughs> yes all right i'm gonna stop there because i feel like i'm winning and I'm excited. <laughs> i'll tell you sam speak our podcast is so powerful because the sci-fi novel we were writing is becoming oh. it's becoming reality see that's a hot take the SEC has taken over Texas and Oklahoma, 
and uh-huh. other three conferences have formed literally they call it an alliance to stop- ACC and Pac-12, right? But ACC Pac-12. Holy shit! This yeah. is our this is our sci-fi <laughs> steampunk novel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is like exactly what happens in our novel. Wait, the first part of your steampunk post-apocalyptic novel is about the conferences and college athletics coalescing? Yeah. Yeah, consolidating power. Yeah. And becoming college athletics specifically? College football. Yeah. Yeah. The government that comes, like, arises out of the ashes of the apocalypse is based around college college football based. <laughs> be funny. Yeah, <clears throat> you stop talking about it. Yeah, okay. Well, so, but like it's happening. We're like it's happening in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. There's been a pandemic, zombies, global warming. It's great. Sounds like a great book. Yeah, it is. it's a good. We got to get back to work on that. Otherwise, we won't know what's coming next. Well, the resistance is baseball. That's the whole point. Right. Is that like the evil empire is these different college football conferences battling each other for supremacy, and the, right. Baseball is also the cause of the apocalypse, though. Right, because of robots. So the alpha and the, the Yankee fans. Robot umpires. Robot umpires. Robot umpires. Oh, I would have thought Yankee fans. Yeah. No, no they all they're all dead. You wipe them out in the first chapter. Fuck those guys. All right. That sounds like we're gonna have to <laughs> commit a whole dump on the to this whole to- topic. I thought it. <laughs> yeah, no, the Yankee fans are all dead. And the 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 benevolent or uh, artificial intelligence lives in Cooperstown. Right. That that was that's the- like the new capital. Yeah, New York is like a wasteland. Yeah. Well, that's not different than how it is now. Full of lazy. Anyway, we will have once the uh, this will be our off-season project. Let's put a pin in this. But also right between uh, sexism, the sexism issue, the racism issue, issue the classism. Issue. Yeah. Uh, what else did we have to solve? Climate change. Well, uh, Middle East peace. Oh, that was the big one. We had to solve Middle East peace. Right, racism is probably. Better. Yeah, we can probably we can probably spare seven or seven to ten minutes uh, to solve the problem in the Middle East. Yeah, no problem. That's like, all. That's all during a B block. We do a whole twenty minutes on it, but we can probably cut it down. <laughs> that's Jared Kushner committed to peace in the Middle East, and yeah, he's like it's like the express bus. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a you shout out. Espresso, like espresso. Well, yeah. this is weird. That doesn't make sense. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our listeners last week. Thank you very much. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or SoundCloud. Make sure you follow us on all your social media applications. Twitter, obviously, but also Facebook, Instagram. Let's get active on Instagram again. Um, that's about it. Shout out to Decatur, Illinois, San Jose, California, Lindenville, Vermont, Sam. Sure. What's Lindenville? Langley. It's a real spot. It's a real spot? Is that like your cousin yeah. or something like that? Nah. I actually don't have any relatives that live in Vermont that aren't like my direct relations. Uh, 
Then, I don't know the extent. I mean, my nephews, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Niece. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make them listen. Bend, Oregon, Providence, Rhode Island, St. Joseph, Illinois, Ashburn, Virginia. We've got a fan in Ashburn, but they work at the post office. They're not CIA. Hmm. Uh, Moscow. That's not a big gap, though. Like, CIA, like, post office is probably like recruiting grounds. All federal employees, and the post office has a police force. See? Hmm. Yeah. Think about Mm. it. Think about it. ACAB, Joel. Exactly. That's what I'm, except for the cops who listen to us. They're cool. Right. Austin. But not the post office cops. I like the post office cops. I like really? Them. I don't know. It was like stealing my weed. <laughs> that you're shipping to the post? That you're shipping to the mail? Presumably. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, alleged. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> I was going to say it's A C A Y F. All cops are your friends. Yankee fans. Oh, yeah. yeah, all I had it the other way. All Yankee fans were cops. AFAC. Mm. Here's mine to get us real off. Captain Ahab. All humans are bastards. Think about it. <laughs> okay. All right, we should probably talk about baseball. <laughs> Sam, you wanted to take over for headline number one? You want me to take this one? Please. Okay. Oh, yeah, I do want to do this. (laughs) Detroit Tigers broadcaster Jack Morris was suspended indefinitely last week for making racially insensitive comments about Shohei Otani during the Tigers-Angels game. When Otani came up to bat in the sixth in a 2-2 ball game, Morris asked how the Tigers should pitch to him and – Morris asked himself that, and then Morris responded in a racist accent, very, very carefully. Oh, you did it, you son of a <laughs> You did it. It's, canceled. it's in quotes. Uh... <laughs> <clears throat> right. Later in the game, Morris delivered an on-air apology for his comments, but unfortunately he had not interrupted, he was not interrupted by a Nick Castellanos home run. Castellanos. Right. He could have saved it if he had just done the Elmer Fudd laugh after he had said that and pretended he was doing Elmer Fudd. Unfortunately, he was doing the Yuri Guriel tugging on the side of his eyes thing on on the broadcast, presumably, when he did that. Yeah, I agree. He was definitely doing the pointy eyes, even though no one while he was. Yeah. That was Yuri Gurriel, right? We're not going to let that. We're not going to let that one fall by the wayside. Still, yeah. Who yeah. did that against? You Darvish, no, you Darvish, yeah. yeah. So anyway, the question for you guys is: is what the fuck was this guy thinking? So well, first, I wanted to give him a pass for like, well, he's an old. Have man. you ever seen a picture of Jack Morris? I have. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Like when he, even when he was pitching, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think anybody looks at Jack Morris and goes, I'm imagining this guy is racially pretty well. Yeah. So I don't, his, I don't, his best friend is the my pillow guy. Like they grew up together. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Old white guys are racist. 
Like, I, I'm a white guy and I'm racist. You know what I mean? There's nothing I can do. 1955. That's the thing that blows my mind. I'm like, this guy, I don't know. If Jack you're not even old enough to be quote unquote woke, right? And that's what he would say we are. But like, fuck that. But like, you are employed by a major corporation. They like, they should have been like Jack. Don't they did. Facial stereotype. Before he did it, they should have said. Well, they they, they right. probably were like they probably were like in their pregame meeting. They're like, hey, when we're talking about Shohei Otani, just try to avoid any tropes, kind of like any racist crap that comes up in your mind because we know you think about it. <laughs> try not to say it. Just don't say it, Jack. Right. He's like, okay, I won't. And then in the show, he's like, oh, but this is so funny. <laughs> yeah, he just couldn't stop himself, like because he doesn't fucking understand that it's super racially insensitive because in his mind it's not. Right. You know. Right. Right. He was saying something good about Shohei Otani. And yeah, he was saying he, you should pitch to him very carefully because he's a really fucking good hitter. Yeah. And that's true. <laughs> yeah, I just think that like even even if he like didn't go through updated sensitivity training over the last offseason, which you know he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably does every year, even if he hadn't have done that, he has to could just look around the league and around sports at like any number of broadcasters who have just been completely taken down for saying stupid shit like that and know not to say it. He's not that, I mean, he's an old ball player. Like he's not that smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's true. Yeah. And he I mean, no one was saying that he was smart, but that has to be, that just has to be like hammered into their heads at this point, you would think. Well, here's my question. Like, are they, are the networks or whoever, this is Bally Sports, are they losing money because Jack Moore says something racist on, on the air? If they allow him yeah. to stay on the air. The uh, the danger is with uh, sponsors pulling out. I imagine. I mean, so his so his on air apology. That's just sort of the end of it, and he'll he's going to go through sensitivity training and maybe come back. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, but it's an indefinite leave. He probably won't come back. Yeah, but I no, I don't think that, he didn't come back. I don't think I, that. The Detroit Tigers are losing any viewers because of it. What they're more worried about is losing people by like paying for ad spots. Right. Right. And and then just like a quick note, like we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago, where like Shohei Otani is how you expand the market for Major League Baseball. And right. Because there's a lot of Asians in America. Now. A lot of Asians in America. There's a lot of <laughs> Asia, Japan, China, South Korea, Taiwan. I mean, he's an appealing person, and we live in a global world. I think I think baseball is thinking small game if they're only thinking about trying to mass market to America. That's that's and I don't actually correct. I don't think they should be. I think they they should be a global game, and I think somebody like Shohei Otani will take them there quicker than they can get there. And baseball is behind the times, I think, on all of this shit. And it's it's a culture lost in the 1950s, and it will be brought into the next 
generation, whether it will be, be brought in a, on a popular platform or not is TBD. And I think like Manfred and the people in charge of baseball have a lot of thinking to do. I don't think going to barstool sports and turning it into a gambling game is going to make it necessarily sustain a, a shift to a global market. I think, I think baseball has got a lot of really quality aspects to it. And I think somebody like Shohei Otani can really illustrate it to the globe. I don't trust baseball to do it the justice it deserves. You know, and maybe I'm a fool about this because I, I agree with everything you just said. Part of me feels like there's got to be a balance that baseball as a marketing tool can make between appealing to the sense of nostalgia that, you know, is quote unquote, rec, you know, represented by the Field of Dreams game and whatever, the 27 Yankees and Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle, et cetera, et cetera, and the expanding of the game to basically non-white Americans in Asia, Latin America, Europe, et cetera, right? They've got to be able to find a way to do both of those at the same time. I think they can. I think there's a way to do that with that without being super racist or homophobic in the case of the Cincinnati Reds guy. I mean, the only way to do it is to become more, to become less racist and become more of a world game. I mean, the only way to do it is to become more appealing to more people. And the only way to do that is to be, is to not include hate in, or kind of like angle any behind anything that has to do with any closing yourself off to any ideas. I don't know that Rob Manfred has that. Right. perspective i don't Which but i also don't care because i'm gonna like baseball until i die and baseball will still exist in some form until i die right. i don't know you haven't read our, our young adult steampunk post-apocalyptic novel yet <laughs> true fair <clears throat> the way things are going that's not the truth or president putin this is why you need to make us commissioner of major league baseball <laughs> yeah <laughs> But just manager of the White Sox. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, we'll definitely, like, on the offseason, we need to talk about this more. But I'm going to put a pin in this right now because I want to talk about the horse race. You guys ready for the horse race? Here we go. Yeah. All right, the American League playoff picture is tightening while the New York Yankees have surged by winning 10 games in a row and haven't lost outside of the state of Iowa. The Seattle Mariners, Thomas's team, have also gained ground, winning six out of eight against division rivals Texas, Houston, and Oakland. At the moment, this may have changed since it's 9.50 p.m., the Yankees hold the first wild card spot with the Red Sox second, Oakland one and a half games behind Boston, and Seattle two and a half games behind Boston, one game behind Oakland. Question. With the Red Sox plummeting and the Seattle Mariners ascending, what the hell is going on here? It's magically weird. But I wanted to bring to point, I'm going to on air put you guys both on the spot. I think we need to do a dump. I think Sam needs to drive to the West Coast through Chicago. You guys go to Chicago. You're in Chicago on Sunday and to Seattle by Tuesday. And you can see the Red Sox against the White Sox and then against the, Mar the Red Sox against the Mariners. So, Sam, 
counting. Yeah, I don't. I can't swing that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, never mind. Can't leave work on a Saturday. <laughs> right. I leave work on Saturday. Drive to Chicago. No, you should fly to Chicago. You fly to Chicago. You guys rent a car and drive to Seattle. Fly home. It's so long to drive from Chicago to Seattle. That's like so long. Especially because Joel drives about 50 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's Don't let him drive. You could drive from Chicago to Seattle easy. I've done it a million times. <laughs> um, so, so September. Anyways. September. Uh, Boston at Chicago. I'm go I am going to try to go to that game. Um, all, all, uh, all friend, hold up, hold up. I'm going to pull this up on my Twitter. Uh, uh, Jelly Marmalade, Jesse Marmalade, Sam, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. He was tweeting at us, so he wants to hang out that weekend in Chicago. <clears throat> okay. So you should clone yourself send mm. clone to work and then right. fly out to Chicago for that weekend for Red Sox at White Sox. When is that? Next weekend? 9-11. Couple weekends from now? Three weekends from now? Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And Thomas, you should come to Chicago. Okay. Good plan. But okay. Are so, you okay, so here we are. Okay. We'll both fly to Chicago, both? rent a car, drive all the way back to Seattle because if all three of us are driving, we don't have to stop ever to sleep. Right. Good point. <clears throat> Perfect. Yeah. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Road trip. <laughs> You, we'll both fly to Chicago. We'll see the Red Sox against the White Sox in Chicago, and then we'll rent a car and drive straight to Seattle. Watch Seattle versus the Red Sox. You guys can fly home. Joel has to drive the car back home at 30 miles an hour. <laughs> right. Joel has to drive back by himself. <laughs> can you do one-way car, car rentals? I don't remember even. Yeah, totally. Pass on the right. <laughs> all right so the boston is free falling what the hell is going on with boston why are they why are they dumb like turd? they've like kind of reverted to what we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season right uh, is that what's going on like they don't yeah. play very good defense they, well they play... and yeah they're playing bad defense bullpen <laughs> their bullpen is not as good as it... apart yeah the starting pitching has not been terrible uh chris sales is not as good as it was well. You got your offense was just so hot for the first two thirds of the season, and like the, a little bit of that. This is here. this is the way it seems. Is right now it seems like if the Red Sox get like fall behind, they just seem to give up. And in the first half of the season, the Red Sox had the most come from behind wins in Major League Baseball. Oh really? Um, and it's just like they don't it's like they don't even try anymore when they're behind but also like their bullpen has fallen apart some uh their closers fallen up like completely matt barnes he's always been a bit of a head case and he was so lights out um he blew a save last night 
He's pitching right now. He's already given up a solo home run. Um, it's not. <clears throat> it's eleven to nine now. Holy shit! Yeah. So anyway, they're 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 having some troubles. Uh, yeah. I had said, said this to Joel, and this was kind of at the beginning of their free fall, and I no longer believe this. But like teams that go on slides right now, it's like like the Yankees are peaking at the wrong time. And they're like they right cannot they cannot sustain this sort of pace, and that's going to hurt them. They're going to like if they make it to the playoffs, which is still a pretty big if. They're going to be heading into those playoffs going backwards, which is not what you want to do. I, um, I, okay, I, and I like the Red Sox, like there's still a chance right now for the Red Sox to like figure all their shit back and then like go into the playoffs heading in the right direction. I, I will caution you to call anybody to be peaking too early, though, because a good winning streak can last a pretty long time. Like, I mean, there's been multiple teams that have ridden like the last half of the season, a, a really quality last half of the season to a World Series and beyond, like even less than that. You know, I mean, there's a the, I'm a. I don't know. The Yankees have always kind of scared me more than they scared you guys. Yeah, but you're talking about teams like the Colorado Rockies. You're talking about these like scrappy teams. They're like, Watching oh, the Nationals won that World Series. No good. Right. The Nationals last year. Like, that's not the Yankees. The Yankees like are a bunch of D bags. You know what I mean? Wait, have you could be right. They could be peaking too early, but they could also they could sustain it. You literally removed the year 2020 from your memories. Yeah, it doesn't exist. That's cool. Good job. Yeah. 2020. He said the Nationals last year. No, yeah. I was just like, no, I, I think I have too because that sounded right. I was like, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Dodgers still haven't won a World Series in the past whatever 50 They must years. be desperate to win a World Series, really. <laughs> 1989 and the Dodgers might even miss the playoffs right no they're going to win the wild card by a mile the Padres are going to miss the playoffs the Padres might miss the playoffs that would be fun go Reds fuck it totally go Reds yeah but but then we were also going to talk about the fucking the AL West is weird too because I'm I I mean I've, I've called out the Mariners I think I've been saying their season was over since like maybe second week of spring training. So like, I got to say, I, I have no fucking clue. I don't think I've never thought that they would make it to this point, but they got the shit kicked out of them in Houston, but they're, they're hanging in there. I don't think they're going to do it, but going five games behind Houston. I do not have faith in the Houston Astros. Um, That's what I was kind of just today. I was like, maybe Joel's right. I know Joel's never right. Don't, don't. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm right. Um, I think Tampa Bay is the best team. The Yankees. Here's what. Here's my hot take on the Yankees. The Yankees were bad, and then they added two like high all stars in Rizzo and Gallo, and now they're a lot better. Like we should not be surprised about this. I'm not taking back any of my you know, insults to the New York Yankees that they sucked ass for the first two thirds of the season. If you add two really good players, you're going to get better. Yeah. 
having said that, they've also beaten a lot of bad. They've beaten the White Sox and the Red Sox and the Twins, but they've also beat up on like bad teams also. So, you know, and and here's my other thing: I don't believe in momentum. Right, like you win each game at a time. Some they they're at eleven games in the world they've won. They're gonna lose. Yeah, they have to. They have to. And maybe you don't believe in momentum. I do not believe in momentum. Despite no. all the evidence to the contrary. Yes, exactly. I think it's a psychological. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was thinking about today the uh this because uh, somebody I don't know at the end of this road trip they won Mariners won today so they won't they swept the double header or the, the two games but six and two on this road trip and I was like whoa that's fucking crazy they went six and two on the road trip and I forgot what I was gonna say you gotta win the next game because at some point why oh, well oh we, we I was talking about how it was funny that we beat Graveman too and like we we lost the Astros but we also still got a run we we came back against Graveman and the Astros bullpen in the last game of that series. And I was like, and everybody was talking about how Graveman was kind of the glue of, or like he was like sort of a big deal in the clubhouse. And I'm like, maybe he was just trying to be, oh yeah, that was the other Scott service today talked about our run differential. And then, but then he said that we're run differential. You're differential bad. Yeah. But we were, are we went six and two on the road trip with a negative nine run differential. Yeah. And he said, but he said that our, he's like, but maybe our, Fun differential was plus 90. I, that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. I don't believe in momentum. I differential. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, because if there's momentum, momentum ends, right? It, it ends. It's all about you got to win the next game. You got to win the next at bat. You got to win the next strikeout. And, well, and the, my point was also that, like, it, once it's over the same team is still there you know like that's bullshit like the same team is like you're winning you're winning winning you lose and like oh shit we're down oh, oh now we're down oh we just traded our best reliever now we're down darn it that's sad and then you wake up the next day and you keep trying to do what you're doing and like there's no that's there's no yesterday with, with tomorrow coming you know it's like exactly. we're moving forward which I guess might be a good manager's job to be like, there is no yesterday, there is no tomorrow. We live in a hellscape of like Memento, like the movie Memento, like we only remember today. And then you just tattoo 666 on the back of all your baseball players' heads. Well, okay, wait, you just took a weird left turn there. <laughs> um, so, so what are you feeling, Thomas? Do you think the Mariners are gonna like? Are you are you willing to no. are you willing to hope yet? Because that's the doom of the baseball fan. No, okay. Well, so I, what I will say is I think that the Mariners are gonna be. I think we. I mean, Adam, um, Adam Jones, <laughs> Kyle Lewis, Adam Jones was our last great hope in center field, and he was traded to the Baltimore Orioles for. Uh, What's his fucking name? Some terrible pitcher. Anyway, uh, the point being is that Kyle Lewis is coming back to center field. I think we have great hope for next year. I think next season we're going to be like a top baseball team. We're going to be like going toe to toe with the Astros. So I think we're going to make we're going to make a couple big signings in the offseason. I think next year is going to be the year. I don't think we're going to make the playoffs this year. 
But it's hard to say because Oakland is falling and Boston is falling, and they're the two teams in front of us. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got uh, Sam here still. Uh, what? Huh? I think yeah, Sam's back. No, hey, sir. I never went anywhere. Oh, I just leaned. I leaned back in my chair because it's more comfortable. I, I fell out. Fell out of the screen. All right. Are we gonna? Are we gonna do another? Uh, is this the point in the podcast where we talk about how long we've been doing the podcast? Yeah, we've been doing the podcast for forty minutes. So. Um, oh, wow, we're well over oh. a lot of time. Oh, you don't want to talk about topic three? Okay, I'm fine with that. Miguel, can we can. You you want to go through it quick? I feel like it's. All right, I'll do it. Oh, Thomas is going to do it, right? Oh, I just, I just, I just closed that window, so I'm going to not be able to find it. I think we just skip it. Yeah, let's skip it. Yeah. I was going to mention Cabrera hit 500 home runs. We were going to talk about that. That was cool. Uh, Nelson Cruz cool. played first base for the Tampa Bay Rays today for the first time in his career. No, no, Nelson. Oh, Nelson Cruz. Yeah. Yeah, he played first base for the first time in his career today. Yeah, and they won. They beat the Phillies. Which I wonder if he got a hit. He's a good hitter. He's the next one to make 500 is the point. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that. He's got a game. He, needs like, his he needs like three or four more seasons, though. So I'm surprised Machado was still so low on that list, to be honest. Right. Machado is low. Trout is pretty young. He's pretty low on the list. Trout will hit 500 homers. Stanton Stanton's going to hit 500. Stanton is not going to hit 500. I don't think Stanton will be around that long. You don't think he's going to be around that long? No, I was thinking about. I don't think anybody on that list is going to make four, five hundred, except for Trout. Yeah. Okay. I, I buy that. I ain't going to find that. Like Stanton's young but injury prone. That's what you're saying. Because like Stanton's old enough, like young enough, he could get. I don't to. think he's going to do it. No. But I could. I've, I've been wrong before. Like. Undocumented, but I was wrong. Exactly. All right. <laughs> um. We're gonna get out of here, guys. Anything? Any last words that we have before we get out of here? Uh, we're gonna. Yeah. We're all. Chicago. We're going to Chicago. Yeah, we're all going. We're all going to Chicago. It's happening. We're taking a road trip. We're on a mission from God. Road trip to Chicago. Mission from God. Uh, we got two thirty in the morning. We got take a gas. Half a pack of cigarettes. And we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. <laughs> I have opinions about that movie. I like that movie. Other Chicagoans do not like that movie. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Young ostensibly a baseball podcast. Rest in peace, the drummer for the Rolling Stones. What was his name? Charlie Watts. Come on. Watts. Rest in peace. Damn it, Joel. I, do, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a Rolling Stones guy. Thomas, like, they're fine. I like them. It's not, it's not too late, Joel. I know. I know. Let's, listen, to, listen to Exile on Main Street. Listen to the whole album. You'll be so so happy you did. When you're drinking, when you're drinking one night, listen to the whole album. Okay, I will. I've done that before. I will do that again. Uh, Exile on Main Street, and then um, there's the other one. They have, they have a couple good records, but I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> recommending Exile. They have a couple records. You know, they got, they got a few. Yeah. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for Sam and Thomas, my name is Joel. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow.